This is Together 24-7, episode 96. I have a great new idea for a new contest. I know you do. Tell me about it. Okay, so we want to promote you guys, our listeners, and we want to promote your business. So what do you win in this contest? You win a commercial on our podcast that'll be run for four straight Monday episodes. And it's really forever because like embarrassing pictures on Facebook, it's going to be forever like on a podcast. And you can enter in one of three ways. Way number one is to go to iTunes, rate and review us, take a screenshot of your rate and review and email it to us. And the next way is either in iTunes or Google Play Music, subscribe to our podcast. And again, take a screenshot showing that you subscribe to it and email us. The email address is info, I-N-F-O, at together247.net. The third way to enter is to go to the website, www.together247.net, and sign up for our newsletter. So go ahead, enter the contest, and keep your fingers crossed, because we know somebody's going to be a winner each and every month. Good luck. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Well, welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I am Barry Cohen, your co-host. I am Catherine Cohen, your other co-host. Welcome, Catherine. So two halves of a co-host make a whole co-host. Uh, make a whole host. A co-host plus a co-host uh, uh, make, equals no, one host. No, no, no math. No math. I'm not doing any math today. No math today. No. It's a no math day. Okay. So why are we here, Catherine? We're here the same reason why we're always here. We're interviewing another crazy couple that has decided to go into business together. Has, why are there so many of these I people? I don't know why there's so many of us. We should all be in an insane asylum. Probably, but we'd all be trying to sell each other something in the insane asylum. And, you know, with today's guest, at least we'd all have some good digital marketing. We would have some good digital marketing to get others so... To get others into, into the insane asylum. Insane asylum. <laughs> so today we have AJ and Manu Prasad. I didn't ask about the pronunciation of the last name. Which yeah, is correct. That is correct. Yes. They, say, they kind of said it like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like when people say Napoli, I'm like, no, it's Napoli. And then after the fourth and fifth time, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that, that used to be my last name. AJ and Manu. So you guys are out of Tustin, California. The company name is GMR Transcription. You do transcription services. Um, and is that the digital marketing? Is that part of, I guess I don't know enough about digital marketing to know anything about Transcription actually, services and digital marketing. Actually, actually, we have two companies that oh. we run from here. Uh, one is GMR Transcription, and the, the and the other one is called GMR Web Team. Okay, that's where that's where we started, and we added the transcription one literally six months after we started the uh, Web Team. Okay, and you guys have been in business together for twelve years. Correct. You are married. Twenty-eight yes. years uh-huh. together, or twenty-eight years married. Yes. Well, married for 28 years. Okay. And and together a little longer. Slightly. Slightly. <laughs> all right. Good enough. Good enough. You know, when you know what you know and you know when you're all ready to do it, just do it. That's what I say. Meet people sometimes. They're like, we've been engaged for the last 15 years. You know, bleep or get off the pot already, people. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have two children. One is 24. The other is 22. Are they involved in your business at all? 
Yeah, my 24 years uh, years old is involved in my business. Okay. Uh, the 22 years is he's in college and he has no plan to be involved in my business after is college. No plan. Now, are you at least making him work part time in the business, or are you doing some of the heavy lifting to earn his way through college and, you know, earn his his meals and stuff when he comes home and mom does laundry and stuff like that. <laughs> mom always does laundry. Of course. <laughs> Actually, he's home for his summer vacation, so that's what I was doing in the morning, <laughs> starting with the laundry. <laughs> it never ends. It never, yeah. never ends. It never ends. All course. right. Yeah. So, um, your your older is is uh, is your older child? How how are they involved in the business? So, you know, he uh, he graduated from college, and he was always doing, you can say, an internship in the company. That means they didn't pay him. So, after, yeah, I know. <laughs> they paid Actually, college. Believe it or not, I did pay him. Oh, wow. And mom does the laundry. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you adopt us? <laughs> uh, and, and after graduation, he, he wanted to give it a shot. You know, it, this was originally, he, he also never thought that he would want to work uh, with us. But I guess after trying it, he realized that it is fun. So he is, uh, you know, now it is two plus years. And he is he's doing some heavy lifting for sure. Excellent, excellent. And AJ, you call yourself a serial entrepreneur. You are a golf enthusiast and an avid tra traveler. Um, Manu, you're also an avid traveler. That's good that, that uh -huh. the two of you like to travel. We, yes, al we, we always do. tell people that that's the only thing that's common in between us. That's <laughs> the only thing that's got. Well, now, hold on a second. Manu is a cooking enthusiast. AJ, are you an eating enthusiast? Or? That's for yes, sure. Yes, he helps me there. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> And Manu, you're also an interior design expert. Um, let me see. Orange County, California, going five to seven miles an hour off the, over the speed limit. Okay, so I can get you guys out here either like 45 minutes by plane or uh, about six and a half hours by car. You can help me decorate the house because I don't really <laughs> good at it. And do our laundry. And do our laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you exactly? Where we're in Fe Phoenix? we're out of Phoenix, Arizona. So okay, Phoenix. Phoenix, okay. yeah. So it not too must bad. Must be hard there, huh? It very, very. <laughs> you're also you're also a dog lover. How many how many little fur babies do you have? We had one dog, and she was like, uh, you know, favorite of all of us. And then she, you know, she died of cancer, and Aww. that was such a big setback. That happened like almost five years now. Oh wow. And we are so disheartened, you know, it's, it's, it's like, no we think about, to get another one. yeah, think about getting another puppy, but it's like it's so much pain when they go. It, so. it is. Just, it is. just walk yeah. into the shelter. Yeah. When will grab your attention, give you the sad eyes and you'll have uh -huh. another puppy. You'll have another puppy. We keep, that is true. So <laughs> we true. keep doing it and they need a home and you love dogs. So go yeah. to the shelter. Go, yeah. go get one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. And you provide <clears throat> unconditional support to AJ's entrepreneurial ambitions. So anything AJ wants, you provide support. Yeah, that's the case. He, he's the lucky one. <laughs> he certainly is. He certainly is. So tell us, guys, why did you start a business together? And how did that come about? You know, it was it was more, not by choice actually. It was because of the need. You know, I I used to work for a corporation, mm -hmm. and uh, you know when 
when I, I was fired and I, I decided to start my own business rather than try to find another job, uh, I started from my home and, uh, and it was uh, by necessity. In the beginning, she was totally hands off. Then gradually, okay, you know, she would take the phone call when I was not there. Uh, and, and she got uh, sucked in with more and more uh, responsibility. So it was not that we planned anything like that. Uh, you know, if, if, if anything, uh, she kicked me out of the house, not, not uh, you know, my office. She just said that you have to um, move out of the, move your office out of the house because it had reached a point where it, everything was just getting too, you know, too mixed up. Too crazy. Yeah, office and home. But, but you know, she always, she started to take more and more responsibility. And when we started another company, uh, and it took off. So I just, I, you know, I could only handle one company. So she started to get more involved. And now she is mostly involved in the other company and some of my crazy initiatives. And some of your crazy initiatives. Now, you do call yourself a serial entrepreneur. Um, so after you left the corporate world, uh, what other not, not voluntarily. Not voluntarily. Um, you know, sometimes. It's the best thing. Sometimes we think about it and think about it and think about it, and it's the right thing for us to do. And if we don't take the leap ourselves, then fate will step in and kick your butt out of that corporate <laughs> job and make you go do what you've always wanted to do. That's yeah, and, and, you know, in a way it helped because I had about, you know, 20 years back also quit a job and started my own business and I failed at that time. So I came back to the corporate world, but this time was different because, uh, you know, I just, it was a realization for, to me that I can never control my destiny 100% uh, working for a corporation. You know, the, in, you always think that, okay, you are just a cog in the wheel, you get laid off and all that. I was at a very key position in the, in the company and uh, still I got, you know, got fired. Uh, and uh, even though I had someone else immediately wanted, uh, offered me a job because, you know, at that time I was very well known in that industry. I, I, it was just, I had, you know, I had put so much of my heart into this uh, uh, product that I realized that, no, I want to do something that I can control, whether I fail or if I fail, it's my fault. If it succeed, you know, it is my credit, but I don't have to answer to anyone. Absolutely. So that, that was that was the uh, you know like you say kick in the back behind that I said I'm done with uh, working for someone else. And and that's the realization that that all of us have and we know we can never go out and get a job again. So Manu, uh, you started a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Now you're running one of the businesses. In that progression, when did you realize that you know you could take on more and more? of working with your husband and have it not ruin your relationship? Um, it happened, I think, uh, maybe like after a couple of years. We started slowly, and then when the transcription business started to take off, and then uh, we took our office, actually. And initially, I was working from home, and then I shifted to the office, and then by then, kids have also grown, and then, you know, I could give more time to the business. So that's how it started, and I'm glad I did that. So no regrets there. 
So, so you know, it just are, evolved. Yeah, basically. it just evolved from there. So in the beginning, I was not happy that after just launching, you know, um, <laughs> his new business and we he started this new transcription business just after like five, six months later. So I was not happy about that. But but now in the you know I'm glad that he did we did that and uh, it took off and everything is sort of established right now so oh, good uh, and, yeah, and it worked and the, <laughs> and the first did, the first step was kicking him out of the house so that you the made first sure step not was definitely because it was creating so much problem and uh, you know that time kids were so little and then he used to be on the phone and kids used to make noise and especially two boys in the house it was really crazy that time so that was the best decision he took that he took office and then he was out of the house. <laughs> so I have my house. <laughs> I had my house back again to us. So. so the unconditional support is doing whatever Manu wants to have AJ do. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> both of us. But what Mary, AJ wants, he, what he can do it, and what I want. I have his support also. So. But Barry, you should know better, right? <laughs> oh, I know. I know who the boss is here. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so you know, there, there is the, there's no... Uh, controversy there, and there, there is no discussion. Yeah, you know, you already know. We no. all know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about the division of labor. Who does what in the business, and how was that decided? You know, when when we first started, of course, you know, her, like I said, it was uh, one business, and uh, and then it kind of evolved because when I started my company, uh, my kids were very little. They were in like elementary school and uh, middle school at that time so she she would handle whenever if she had to do something it's like you know i'm traveling so who is going to take the phone calls kind of uh, stuff and as i got into this uh, transcription business uh, and i by the way i i created transcription business just to be a guinea pig for my digital marketing uh, efforts so that, you know, before I offer something to my clients, it is proven. So that's why I created that. And I never expected it to take off. When, when she used to complain in the beginning, what the heck you are doing with two businesses? I remember telling her that you never know, one day this may uh, make our car payment in this new business. Because, again, I was thinking that, you know, it will be some kind of automated thing and we never have to run it. And, uh, but I, I will be able to test my marketing. Now, when, when that started to take off, there was no way in the world I could uh, run both businesses. So that's where she had to step in and get more involved. And as she was uh, more involved, then, then I started to back off. And now it has reached a point where um, on a day-to-day -day basis, I have no idea what is happening in that business. You're better off that way. 100%. Let, let, let the woman handle it. <laughs> so, go ahead, Manu. So even though we work under the same roof, we have our own, you know, our work cut out. We, we do see each other, but, you know, I don't report to him. His, his business is different. My business is different. I have my own team. He has his own team. So uh, it, it's working out very good, actually. No complaints there. So this is the best of both worlds, I, I would say. <laughs> I, now, I have a question for you guys. The the transcription service, that business was your test bed for your digital marketing. So the end game was the digital marketing company to make that a proven company. 
how did you decide to go into transcription as the test? You know, it's a, it's a very interesting story. So when I started my, my business, being in marketing, in corporate marketing, so I, I started doing consulting. Uh, and uh, I, I was totally spoiled in corporations because at the time that when I started in corporation, everyone had an assistant. So it was never, I never had a time when I had a secretary. So I've never even learned how to type properly. I used to just uh, do recording and, and, and dictate it and secretaries typed it. So I learned quickly that I cannot, uh, you know, walk and chew gum. So in other words, I couldn't be listening to you asking you a question and writing down the answers at the same time. Uh, so I started recording it. And when I tried to get it transcribed back in, now I'm talking about 2004, it was just hilarious because, you know, it was seven hours of recording. So before I, I used to uh, listen to record and do my own transcript, you know, like seven hours would have taken me forever. So I figured I'll get it done from outside. And, you know, the first thing, there was no process whatsoever. This is like pre, uh, sort of, you know, pre-internet uh, era. Uh, and then the the prices I was getting, you know, someone will say 12 cents per line. It's like, no, 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 I, I cannot give you a work and I get an invoice for $20,000. How many lines do you think it will be? And they were like, I don't know. Uh, so I knew in the back of my mind that for the marketing consultant, you see, I had no idea that there's so many other people want uh, transcription. That's the reason I, I told her that it may make our car payment. It may start earning four or $500 a month is because I knew that the, the consultants will love a service where they can simply upload their file, get, you know, get it transcribed, and, uh, and just pay for it, and, and know upfront what the cost is, and if it is okay, and make it affordable. So I knew that there was a need for it, uh, and since I started into digital marketing, uh, I, I already had a team, so I just, I spent, $1,000 to build the, uh, the initial website and everything for the transcription business and just got it started. And I was thinking that it, it will be totally automatic. You upload a file, someone downloads it, uploads it, uh, the transcript, you pay it, they get paid. But it was stupid thinking because, you know, it doesn't work like that. People like to call and they want to ask you, hey, you know, can you do this? Uh, how about this, uh, this problem? So we learned when we started. So it was just, I knew that there was a need for it for the marketing consultants. And by the way, now, now maybe 0.01% of the business is from marketing consultants. Oh, wow. So, so I, I had not done any market research on this thing. I, it was just, uh, I wanted to create a business, so test it so that I can uh, offer uh, you know, those services with confidence to my client. That, that is a wild and crazy story. Now, since you guys have really two separate businesses, but they're both your businesses, how do you check in with each other? Obviously, there are no overlap responsibilities, but how do you check in with each other? Because you, I'm guessing you do want to know like what the other business is doing. So, so you know, Minu seldom checks in about my business. <laughs> and, and and the only thing I check in is uh, how much money did we get today? So that's, so that's the best the kind of check in. Our checking into each other's business. So no no once a week sit down meetings slash you know taking her out to dinner, which 
You know, if you talk about businesses, in fact, a, a tax deduction, please check with your uh, tax provider or CPA. Um, I had to throw in the disclaimer. Your father listens to these, and he'd kill me if I didn't. He doesn't listen to these. He says, sometimes he does. So um, ha, do, do you guys ever, you know, really kind of have a meeting together and just see where everything is at? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. We, of course, we yeah, do that. We do that. Not, yeah. not very often, but... Uh, yeah. Especially the new uh, concept going on. She, uh, Minu is, uh, you know, good with creative. You see, I don't have a creative bone in my body, uh, and and but she's very creative. So so you know, I I always go and ask her for her uh, input, and if I am trying something new, uh, you know, I get her feedback. And uh, as a matter of fact, there's another uh, business that I have sort of started that she's handling because now she has some uh, more time in her in her hands. <laughs> Minu, tell us a little bit about that. Because AJ has taken over the whole the whole uh, interview. Tell us a little bit about the uh, new adventure you're doing. It's, a, it's actually a beautician website where you can go like beauticians, uh, like salon owners or, you know, people who wants to be in that business. They can go and get a website for just a dollar per month. And then, uh, you know, we offer many types of um, marketing plan and, you know, all sorts of SEO. So uh, it's, it's, it, we just started it. So, it, you know, I'm excited about that now. So let's see how it goes. Uh, wish me luck. <laughs> Good luck with that. That sounds wonderful. So Thank you're, you. You're running two businesses. You have time to do the laundry for everyone. So now, yes. I, now I need to know is what has been your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement between the two of you? Uh, if you ask me... Oh, I'm asking. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were asking AJ or me. I don't know. So um, I think the main transcription, because he started like in the beginning, this web team, he just started. And then, you know, it was still not, uh, has found its base. And then in like a few months later, he's like, okay, I'm starting this new business. And then, and, and that too, it was in the beginning from India. So there were like so many uh, disruption and ups and downs and and that made both of us crazy. So I was not very happy about that in the beginning, but it, it, it took a while before it, you know, it, now it is a successful business and uh, everything is like sort of established. So that was, I would say, the biggest, uh, you know, I was not happy about that. So... But uh, that was in the past. <laughs> AJ, do you agree with that? Was that the worst of it? Yeah, I think that that, that was the, the worst of it. Of course, the, the, the second thing was uh, me working from working home. Working from home, of course. Yeah. Uh, you I, know, that was the huge yeah. disagreement. And, and her issue was obviously the kids came home at 3 o'clock when, when I'm working. And they had to be shushed. They had to be shushed. And uh, it was so hard with them. Well, isn't that why they invented the closets under the stairs? <laughs> just put the kids in there? I, I wish they were that little that I could just push them inside. But they were little girls that time and would not listen. I'm like, why dad, why dad can't have his own office? Why he works from home? Because they were sort of used to a, you know, seeing yeah, dad were... go in the morning and then come back in like late evening. So... It was tough for all of us. Those, was there uh, was there at least a room set aside as the office? Yeah, yeah. We have an office uh, in our house. So one room was assigned for him, and he would be just there. So he would just come out when I 
when there was like lunch time or when he was done so we would have dinner together but the rest of the time he was on in inside that room but most of the time he would be on the phone so and then he would want like complete silence so that was the toughest part now now i don't know how the kids had a problem with that my father had a home office also and his office was the kitchen table, the dining room table, where, wherever he spread still, out his it, table. It still is. And, and my poor mother-in-law tries to get ready for having the whole family over, like all 35 billion of them. Oh, boy. And, you know, and he, there he is. She's got to clean up around him. So, you know, at least it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so yeah, you know, no, it was not that it was, bad. It was much, much it was, better. Yeah, it was. And also, I, I, I think that she was getting tired of me seeing me twenty four seven. I, I thought you were going to just put a period there. I, she was getting tired of me. Period. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. So obviously, the way you took care of this was by getting your own office. Correct. Yeah. So that that was easy. Now let's go to the flip side of this. Um, what are some of the joys that you guys have experienced and are experiencing being together 24-7? I will tell you my thing, and she can talk about her. For me, the biggest joy is when things start to work, to have someone and uh, share with someone and, and you know, where, where it's like, uh, you know, this is a good thing for both of us. Uh, so, so that is the, the best part, when things... Uh, are, are you know working well? We there are times when we'll have a great day in business and let's go out for dinner to celebrate, and then if things are not going well, to <laughs> to go and and you have someone to just not just the bounce that bounce it off, but maybe even even wind it a little bit right and say I don't know what's going on, things are not working. So just just being able to be with someone who equally cares about the outcome of what you're doing, that's the, that is something that I never had in corporation, right? I mean, you know, I never, I was one of those guys, I never came back home and talked about, you know, what my boss did and, and all that thing. I was never, you know, I was one of those where, okay, you leave work at work and then you come back to home. So, so, the, so it's kind of, I find it really, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, for me, it's the fun now to, and especially now that we are doing uh, we are stab stabilized uh, and doing better is to sh to you know the share the success uh, with someone so that so that's the perfect uh, that's the joy for me. Yeah, I mean in the corporate world you, you you could hug your boss on a good day, but then they make you spend all day in a sexual sexual harassment, harassment class. <laughs> class. So yeah. Can't do that. And Manu, what are some of the joys for you? Um, more or less what AJ said it, it applies here uh, for both of us. And I would like to add one more thing that since I'm in the office, I can keep an eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, plus for, for her, not for me. <laughs> but uh, jokes aside, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's been good. And, um, you know, since we are together, many times you would just go out for lunch and spending some good, good time and... Um, sharing and you know this is life right you're sharing every moment together so it's working out so far so good so i have no complaints there so um, see every friday now we go out for lunch yeah now we go out for which, lunch and um, which never happened before because i was true. working for corporation yeah yeah and which which night of the week do you go out for dinner 
Uh, Friday night for sure. <laughs> Friday night for sure. So there's there's no cooking for Manu on Fridays. No, That's it. no. My kitchen is closed on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell us a couple of things that you guys do to separate your business time from your family time. We normally keep our business in the office. We nor don't bring it to home and discusses the sometimes we do when we are alone probably if there is some issue we would discuss it but you know when kids are around when they are home it's just a family time so we just try to just keep the work at work and don't you know don't tie, take business uh, life to your uh, home life so we just try to separate those two you know i so, i have uh, always even in my corporate world I have tried my best not to bring work home. So, uh, you know, there I would not, even if I had to work until 10 in the night in corporation, I would do that rather than uh, leave at 7 and bring work home. And I do more or less the same thing now that uh, in my business. Uh, to give you an idea, I don't even take my laptop home every day. Just stays in the office. So once I, once I leave the office, it's more or less like office is behind, you know, unless I have a meeting, you know, discussion with my team and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so you guys, you just flip the switch, lock the door for the night, go home yeah. and, and business. That is our yeah. attempt all yeah. the time. That's yeah. that's what we try our best to do. That's a good it's, attempt. It, it's it's good, much better than we do. Yep. <laughs> but then again, if we close the door, lock it behind us, we're outside. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, but outside is not bad in Phoenix, at least, you know, in the evening. Uh, it's it's still pretty hot. Yeah, not not again till September. <laughs> so in uh, in um, gosh, uh, AJ, in your bio it says that you're a bookworm. Is there any particular book that you've read that either of you have read uh, relating to business that has helped you along in your business career that you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Yeah, you know, uh, I can. I will tell you about one book that I, I read and I go back very often, and two books, and the one that I'm reading back, I guess, fifth time. Uh, the one book for, especially for entrepreneurs, this is not for the corporation uh, per se, um, people who are in the corporate world, for entrepreneurs uh, is a book called Ready, Fire, Aim. And by, I have never heard of this uh, writer, his name is Michael Masterton or something. Uh, but someone recommended this to me and I bought this and it, it really gives you a very uh, simple directions in terms of what you should be focused on when you are, depending on the stage of your business, when you're starting up, when you are, you know, close to breaking even, when you're growing and all that. So uh, I recommend especially because I do get a lot of entrepreneurs come to me who are thinking about building a web-based business. So I recommend this book to them. And even I go back, uh, like, uh, you know, Minu told you about this beautician website. I have also started a, another uh, web-based business. You know, it's a software as a service uh, for building online reputation. So every time when I'm starting something, I go back just to remind myself in that book. And the other one that is really true for everyone, entrepreneurs, whether you are CEO or uh, it's a book called Good to Great by Jim Collins. And basically, this is the analysis of the companies who at one time were very average company. And then, then you know, they just became like super successful uh, compared to the market. So this is the analysis of more like typically a very large corporations. 
but the lessons are same. So I, I'm reading it like the fifth time. We were traveling to Chicago last, uh, you know, last week. So I, I picked that up from my library and I'm reading this again. And I'm telling you, I already have like five, six ideas that I want to implement for my business. So every time I go back, it seems like there was something I had missed before. So I am very big on, on learning new things, but also I always tell people that uh, unless you apply what you have learned, it is waste of time. Absolutely. So I'm also very good at, at learning and then trying, then applying uh, what I've learned as much as I can. Absolutely. And the Ready, Fire, Aim book, that is, you're probably the fourth of our guests that's recommended that. Good to great also. And, and yeah, you're right. That's been several times. So, so listeners, there's going to be a link on the show notes page for this episode to these books. Take it as a sign. If all of these people are reading it and they're successful, maybe it helped them. Maybe it can help you. That's right. So just, mm -hmm. just take that to heart. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, for both of you, if you could give our listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? I would say that uh, just um, hold on. Don't be, you know, don't lose heart. Most likely it, it is going to work. Just put everything to it and just uh, see it grow. So just don't lose patience. So uh, that's what my advice would be, that don't lose patience and just, just hang in there. It will work. Yeah, so, that's, and, and by the way, uh, what she's telling me uh, also, she helped me because uh, in there was time when, when I was, uh, in fact, there was a time when I was offered a job, a very good job, and I went to, uh, to tell her about it and say, what do you think about it? And, and by the way, from the company that had fired me. This was just after his, uh, <laughs> when he got fired. So he's, he comes home very excited one day. No, no, I'm talking about when Magellan wanted me back. Oh, okay. Uh, so after like two years into my business, I'm, yeah. I'm still struggling and I had a job offer uh, from the company that had fired me mm -hmm. uh, and potentially to be the CEO actually for, you know, they didn't, not a job offer, but basically they, they were interested in talking to me. So, you know, it, it, it also fed my ego. So I walked in and I tell Minu, it's like, do you know <laughs> that this is what they are offering? Uh, they want me to talk to me about being the CEO. Yeah. And her question was, so what would you do after two years when they fire you? <laughs> <laughs> Wise woman. <laughs> so, so you walk in there, you know how it feels when a balloon you put a pin <laughs> to it. And, and so, so, you know, that, that has really helped. You know, my uh, advice to, uh, especially entrepreneurs, is, is even very basic. I mean, of course, you have to have patience. But I always say that uh, it, it's going to be a very tough journey. So make sure that what you are doing, you like it. And also, it is creating a real value for, uh, for your customers. Whoever, you know, you have to figure out who the customer is. So, so long you like what you're doing uh, and you know that you are creating real value for your customers, it becomes easier to be persistent, like what Minu was saying. That's, uh, that's so, so important. Of course, you have to be persistent. I think that's the persistence. Now, when I look back in retrospect, that is the number one uh, reason why I am where I am. Because I cannot tell you how many times I felt like giving up. Persistent, uh, so, stubborn. Um, what else could it be? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's just keep keep on keeping on. It's too easy to say, oh, this is too hard. Because once you get over that that hill, man, it is amazing. You could 100%. never go back. Hundred percent. And uh, 
Of course, I did not know this when we are when I was struggling, and no one knows that. So it it is so hard to even visualize <laughs> when you are struggling every day and you are thinking, God, you know, maybe I should take a job or do whatever. Uh, but again, so long you know that you are creating real value and you persist, or, you know, real value for your customers and you persist, uh, things will will work out. I'm I'm a big believer in it. You have to have good intentions, obviously, which means. That, that's where uh, it comes in, that you are creating a real value. Absolutely. And- mm-hmm. So stepping off of the business side and getting into the relaxation side of this, and that is some great advice for our listeners who are starting in business or who have forgotten why they got into business, let's go to the food round. <laughs> and and Manu, you, you are an enthusiastic cook, cooking enthusiast, sorry. And so... Um, what is your favorite meal to cook together? So what that what does AJ is a, help with? Or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? That is a tough one to answer because AJ, you, you will never see AJ in the kitchen area. He's like miles away from there. So, so. Is your family you thankful your for that? Finger on this, you know, this nerve, that painful nerve here for me. So, um, so what is your only, favorite meal to cook? <laughs> in my home, I'm the only cook you will find in but, the but kitchen. But I'm happy to eat and yeah. I'm always praising. Yeah. But we love to go out and eat. So that is one of our favorite passions we do together. So, And tell, yeah. us, tell us about your favorite restaurant and, and, and the meal you're always ordering. Oh, we, there are a couple of restaurants we go to where Lazy Dog we go <laughs> to quite often. That's AJ's thing. Just <laughs> favorite place. I love Italian, so any Italian place. We there's a mom and pop in Newport Beach here in Balboa. Uh, it's, it's what's the name? Amelia's. So I I love going there. And AJ, what you know, you I have I like uh, um, you know this what she's talking about, Lazy Dog. You know, this is like one of those restaurants where you have you can order kind, anything, yeah, everything and almost is, anything that you order tastes good. Really so good. you know, I I like it, but. But I will tell you that we go to the same restaurant maybe two times a year, three times a year. You know, we are always trying yeah. new, new stuff. Very, very food adventurous. How much fun is that? And, <laughs> and our last question before we take our commercial break and come back for the pet peeve. Red, white, or beer? For me, it's red, always. <laughs> I love red wine. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> You and I, you know, you and I, we can get a nice bottle of red wine, go sit by the beach and just drink. Of course. Isn't it good for a heart also? It's so. good for the heart. See that? I listen to my heart also and to my body, to my <laughs> tongue, whatever. And AJ, what about you? Red, white or beer? You see, for me, actually, number one, you did not even, uh, is not, did not make your list is scotch. Scotch, you're, yeah, you're, um, you're like the second person this week uh, who's, who's talked about scotch. Well, red, white, or beer sounds, you know, it, it sounds cutesy, but we've gotten yeah. all kinds of things. Um, but but, but if, if there is no scotch, then I, am, I, I like white. white. You like scotch. white wine. Yeah. But you're, you're a scotcher. That is such a different scotch, which is much <laughs> heavier, and then white, which is so light usually. I've never had a heavy white wine. You see, scotch, you have it before meal, uh, wine you have with meal. Got it. Yeah, so you don't, true, you don't drink scotch. And then you have a port after the meal. That's right. You've got to cover all your bases. You've got to cover all your bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's take a quick break and thank our sponsors, and we'll come back with Pet Peeve. 
Hey, everybody, we know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24 7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30 day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Well, welcome back to our show. We're here with AJ and Manu, and we are discussing all sorts of fun stuff, but it's now that time. What time is it, Kat? It's pet peeve time. And, uh, and And Manu, you have a pet peeve that I think everyone in any service industry has. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about it. Uh, you know, in our business, in the transcription where I am involved, luckily there is not much complaint. So our customers are quite happy. So, But once in a while I do get, you know, if the quality of the transcript is not that good as, you know, we promised or there was some issue. So once in a while, but on a regular basis, we we are known for our good customer service. So um, I'm, you know, I, I can't find fault at our customer service. So that is very good. But yeah, you can't satisfy 100% of the customer. So just once in a while, very, very, uh, you know, um, few times. So I'm lucky. So this transcription business is lucky in that manner. We have a great team here. Great team. And actually, it was AJ that had come up. And, and I'm sorry, I mixed that up in, in my notes and in my brain. AJ, you had a really good pet peeve. Oh, yeah. My, my pet peeve always is that the, the customers, their expectation is is always out of whack with the reality. And even though we are very clear and, and to be, uh, you know, candidly, I always try to under promise uh, and uh, because I know that, that at least if they buy my <laughs> promise and they still <laughs> come to me, they are going to be, be very happy. Uh, but there are, we have customers where, uh, you know, for example, there, you know, someone from Australia signed up for our services and He's like, okay, I understand it takes uh, six months to start to see the results. Literally two weeks after the project starts uh, that we started marketing, he calls me from Australia. I don't see anything. I don't see any result. There was no phone call. And it's like, did you? We had this discussion, right? And, <laughs> and this happens more often than you can imagine. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we are always trying to, like I said, we are always... We even in my proposal, I, I write down and I say, this is when you can start to expect uh, the results. So, yeah, I remind them. I say, I told you. And sometimes they will say, are you sure that I don't know? I would never sign up. I've had people tell me that it's like, 
oh, I would have never signed up for the project if it was going to take four months to see the results. And then I'm like, yeah, but it's in the proposal, <laughs> in the written proposal. So if you if you did not write, read, if you don't remember me telling you, so so that's my my biggest issue. I mean, I am we are we bend over backwards for our customers. We do whatever is required to keep them happy, but then there are times when their expectations are so out of whack that uh, you don't have any option but to say, okay, I mean, let's just uh, be done with it. Uh, Absolutely, I, and I think it's part of the part of the whole societal, you know, instant gratification thing. Correct. Uh, you know, so uh, it's unfortunate, but it's true, and we just, you know, move on and. You've got it in your proposal. You tell them. People don't read anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Overall. That's how you could put in there, and your rates will go up 30% a month. They'll never read it. They'll never read it, no. <laughs> you are right, actually. Probably. You, be you will be surprised, uh, you know, if I did that, how many people will still sign it? I'm sure. I'm sure. People don't read. People don't read. So with that, AJ Manu, thank you so much for being on our show. We're going to have a uh, contact information for both of your businesses on our show notes and when you when you add the uh, the next website for um for beauticians please let us know that so we can add that to your show notes as well because the internet is forever yeah. and uh and we thank you so much for being on our show it was great fun having you well, Samia, thank, thank you, you very Catherine. Catherine. thank you so we'll, much for having us and we'll catch everyone next time bye 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 we want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.